0: Hello, and welcome to episode two of When You Don't Want to Write It, the podcast for all the papers that you don't want to write. Today, we're going to be tackling part three of my TE407 assignment. This assignment asks me to take a previously found resource and adapt it to four different students with different learning disabilities. The source that I've chosen is the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments from the Seneca Falls Convention on July 19 and 20 of 1848. This is a women's rights convention and the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments was written to declare the independence of the women's movement and of women all throughout America and the world, honestly. It was modeled after the Declaration of Independence and is a pretty classic and strong document in the fight for women's suffrage. That being said, the document is also difficult to read. It has a lot of big words and old English language from just what you would expect in the mid-1800s. So this document would require a decent amount of adjustment to fit it to the needs of different students with different abilities. The first two students we will discuss are a student with a reading disability and a student with ADHD. With a student with a reading disability, providing a summary that uses more easily accessible words, shorter paragraphs, sentences, or just sums up the important parts would be extremely helpful. Also, potentially, reading to the student or having them listen to the declaration out loud as it's being played over speakers would be also helpful so that it could be heard rather than having to be read at all. With a student with ADHD, tapping into their ability and desire potentially for movement, but also their sometimes difficulty to pay attention, and Creating a way to actively engage in the resource would be key. The way I envision doing this is through a sort of a game. Declaration of Rights and Sentiments or the Declaration of Independence. In this game, uh, the teacher could print off both the Declaration of Independence and the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments and cut off different lines that go with each one. Having cut up little strips of paper, she could then distribute them among the classroom. Each student would take a line um, on their piece of paper. They would crumple it up and throw it to whichever side they think it goes to, either the side of the room dedicated to the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments or the side dedicated to the Declaration of Independence. This could continue both the uncrumpling and crumpling back up and throwing until students were quite sure that all the pieces of paper on both sides of the room fit with which side contributed or corresponded to that side of the room, either the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments or the Declaration of Independence. This could be a way to engage actively a student with ADHD, as it involves a lot of movement, as well as a way to teach the comparison between the Declaration of Independence, and the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments. The other two students that I wanted to talk about in terms of scaffolding this resource are a student with autism or on ASC, as well as a student with oppositional defiant disorder um, or a form of emotional disturbance. Both of these can look very different in terms of different students, so coming up with specific ideas was slightly difficult but I have a lot of different ideas for both of them. To begin with, a student with autism, if there was a way to tie in the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments to something that a student was very passionate about, like music or art or something like that, uh, writing a song or a poem about the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments or drawing a picture uh, or picking one right and illustrating it in some way could be a way to get at their... uh, both skills and strong suits, as well as something they're very interested in. Again, breaking this into smaller or more manageable pieces could be helpful. Uh, listening to the declaration instead of reading it to reading it, uh, or requiring the student to read it themselves. Additionally, and this could help with uh, emotional and social emotional cognition. Uh, you could have the student fill out an emotion chart as they're reading through or listening through the the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments, asking how would the audience feel about this or how would the writers have felt. This might take some guidance and doing it as a whole class could potentially help involve the whole class in this more engaging way to interact with the resource in a way that also helps children with autism balance out what they're learning. Additionally, you could help potentially aid in more further explaining the significance of the different points rather than relying on a student to infer these as that might be difficult, but explaining directly why these women wanted rights and what was being negated from them. Additionally, specifically tying in the connection to the Declaration of Independence and the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments and why that connection is so important. With a student with Oppositional Defiant Disorder, again, this is a very often behavioral disorder that affects behavior a lot, rather than uh, cognitive impairment, though that also exists as well. But to work with a student with Oppositional Defiant Disorder, again, it's going to be very individualized and very much on building a relationship with a student. But breaking down this resource into smaller and more manageable parts... Uh, so that it's easier language and doesn't seem as much of a challenge could be very helpful in encouraging a student to actually participate. Again, in thinking about teaching social skills or learning how to deal with strong emotions such as anger, you could use this resource to teach good ways of dealing with frustration. These women were frustrated what they saw, and so they wrote a respectful but clear letter and clearly clearly communicated what their struggles were. This could be a good time to teach that clear communication as to why you're upset is very helpful for getting something accomplished. That's a little bit of a stretch, but it could work. Additionally, and this could go for a child with autism as well, setting up the routine that maybe on Thursdays we read A primary document and then discuss it so that every Thursday they're expecting maybe a little bit more of a challenge, but something that also is interesting and exciting as it comes from the perspective of somebody directly from that time and place. These are just a few examples or things I thought of in terms of working with students with oppositional defiant disorder and who are on the autism spectrum. Again, with these students and with ADHD and reading disorders, it's always going to be an individual work plan, and each student's work is going to be different, and what will work with each student will be different, but these are just some things that I thought of that might help in thinking about how to use the Declaration of the Rights and Sentiments in a way that students could engage in more easily, no matter what ability level they are. Thank you for joining the second episode of When You Don't Want to Write It, the podcast for all those papers you don't want to write. That wraps up this segment. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you next time.